Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6, bringing you my perspective, which is this libertarian's perspective on the biggest stories of the week. The stories I feel, felt... Uh, that were biggest were McCain scuttling Obamacare and uh, and the shakeup at the White House, which is getting all the press, was actually the secondary story. But then I got a great call from Mark who said, you got to peel the onion one more layer in that the really serious story, which I had touched on but didn't highlight as like the biggest deal, is that the new chief of staff is a general, Kelly, who was head of Homeland Security. I actually, I haven't refresh my memory on his background. I did when he got the placement on Homeland Security. But if I recall correctly, I, I know it's true. His son died in Afghanistan and um, and, and his other son is still in the service. Uh, and this is a guy who's going to have very strong feelings about the military action. He's obviously willing to put his, um, his own and his children's uh, lives on the line for it. And that's admirable for people to put their lives on the line for for this country it does matter to have the courage placed correctly and wisely so there's a basic tenet of kind of democracy i don't i know everybody is like i think neil bort started this it's not a democracy it's a republic it is a representative republic with democratic processes, but I feel like it's basically devolving into a democracy, but it's a tenet of this rule by the people that you don't want your government to be military. You want the military to be deeply subordinate, subordinated to the, to the civilian government. And uh, Eisenhower warned us against the military industrial complex because there's this conflict of interest there and in that the safety of the people is not in pursuing wars and the prosperity of the people is not in spending a lot of money diverting and he talks about this diverting a lot of money to war but as to use mark's word ominously sarah huckabee sanders last week when she introduced scaramucci right before that she said this is the first time since eisenhower that a president has focused on the defense industrial complex and if you put the pieces together it might be a bit scary so um I'm not afraid of a fight. I just want to make sure it's defensive and just. I really, libertarians, they talk about liberty, but really, if you scratch the surface on that, if you listen to what Ron Paul says, a lot of times what it really comes down to, what's even more important than the liberty or hand in hand with the liberty is justice. Liberty and justice are, are uh, you know, not inseparable because to violate somebody's liberty is an injustice. And uh, injustice often takes violating someone's liberty or 
rights own property, that kind of thing. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about uh, what you think of the shakeup of the new people. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm going to go to those calls, but first let me take a tweet. Uh, Binkley, do you have a tweet for me at Monica Perez Show? I do. American Lady tweets, those feigning shock at adults, yes, even White House admin adults, sometimes dropping the F-bomb, need to shed their naivete. Resistance is the source of all suffering. I had a little go-between, a back and forth, I should say, with that uh, tweeter. We were very tweep, I guess. We were very respectful. I really enjoy that. But we disagree. She's talking about Scaramucci, who um, we should... I want to read some excerpts from this article, if I can. I mean, it's they're so shockingly vulgar. I mean, so shocking. This guy is supposed to be presented as like some goomba, some New Yorker, some greaseball, guido, whatever. <laughs> he's like a middle-class guy. From, he's a bridge and tunnel guy, just like Trump. I My family's from Brooklyn. I know a lot of goombas, and and I I'm not convinced by his uh, his cursing. Seem it's not even cursing. His vulgarity seemed gratuitous, and there wasn't really f bombs. There was like c bombs. It's very strange. Yeah. It's a strange strange pattern of cussing, um, and it's totally implausible for a guy in communications to to inadvertently call a reporter and freak out. It makes me want to cuss. Freak out. Uh, freak the heck out. Uh, I want to get into that a little bit. And I totally disagree with American Lady who takes it at, at face value. I do not. And I did, actually, since February of 2016. If you follow my Twitter, you will know with my hashtag, what to watch out for, is that I have been talking about how vulgarity in in the in public, in the mass media, and all that is absolutely on the rise. It's a way of debasing the discussion, of uh, distracting us, of shocking us, of taking our eye off the ball. In this case, it's a way of uh, of portraying Trump and his gang as a bunch of you know bent nose mafiosos, which I think is uh, I think the cronyism i think is a fundamentally a mob type activity but i think that's more their style uh in reality even though that's not how they're being portrayed so let's talk a little bit about how these guys are being uh fed to us and what the propaganda really means but first let me go to some calls i'm going to go to robert hi robert you are on with monica hey monica thanks for taking my call thanks for calling what you got well, you know, this chief of staff thing and uh, and the treatment, uh, you know, how he was treated with, I, I see another layer in the onion, okay? Uh, I really think that now the Trump administration, starting with the president himself, is denigrating the, you know, institutions of our government. I mean, you, you say what you have about the federal government, but since 35 years or so, we've been really... Uh, denigrating, I think, uh, the institutions. So I'm not surprised that this guy, Karamuchi, comes and, you know, uh, does this. And, and you know, the, the most important thing to me as a libertarian is to talk about the justice of what Ron Paul said. Like, like, like you said, you know, the, the independent justice uh, system is nowhere in the world. And I travel. Uh, around the world, Eastern Europe and uh, in India for business. And there's so many problems with all the flaws that we have. I believe that this is the best system. So I think as a yeah. libertarian, we need to talk about 
you know, the goodness of the stuff. Oh, that's such that a great have. idea. And I, I'll tell you why, because I feel like, and I'm so glad, you're, I'm actually going to write that down, Robert. <laughs> Maybe Binkley will write it down so I can actually talk to you. I feel like um, I, I see that really in danger as they as these people one by one attack the bill of rights i mean i can i can identify like the congressman or the senator who's in charge like uh um mansion in from i think west virginia or virginia is is in charge of destroying the fifth amendment we had uh the fourth amendment's already gone like these these and then jeff sessions who is i think just uh, as far as what his priorities are in the Justice Department, he's following orders, basically. He's just doing what the administration wants him to do. And what he's doing is he's focusing on really all the wrong things. He's focusing on, if you look at the prison population, it's 70% uh, people who have committed crimes not against a person or property. So the c- crimes that you and I as libertarians recognize as actual crimes basically the only reason you could incarcerate somebody is only 30 percent of the prison population the rest is drug stuff immigration stuff and guns right and that's what sessions is focusing on and uh, right. and wants to keep the prisons private which really promotes this corruption so i well, agree I mean, that if we talk right. about yeah go well you know uh, the, the the problem that i see is that you know this 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 guy talking like this on, on you know from the from the West Wing, is is just not good, and it's it's the problem. I I think I well we don't have a dog in the fight. Republicans are all political, Democrats are. Yeah. But we libertarians, you know, want to protect our great system. Yeah, I'll and tell you. I, 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 I want to touch on this. More. Say it again. I wish I can talk. You can talk more because you have a megaphone uh, and you know. I know. You have a great show. I can't. I. I mean, they, I think they will. You know, there's. The, it's uh, very hot real estate to have airtime, and WSB always lets me talk about whatever I want. But um, maybe, maybe I'll get there. But I want to touch on one thing that you said a couple of times, and I, it is really important. Like this guy is saying this stuff. He's the head, and I guess. After this, I'm going to have to tell people what he said, because now it's getting hard to follow. But he came out with a lot of, um, like, kind of stuff that sounded crazy, stuff that came out in the third person, a lot of vulgarity, very poor judgment. Like, the first week on the job, like, calling a reporter to, like, get everything off his chest, like, the guy's a psychiatrist. Now, that guy, if this is truly, like, his the best he could do, he needs to be fired immediately. I mean, he needs, right. if, if it's true that Rens Priebus thought this guy was not right for the job, then he was right, because this guy is the communications director. He's not the leg breaker. He's not the house right. whip. He's none of that. He is supposed to be the guy who can communicate, to use his judgment to uh, convey a specific message on behalf of his uh, employer, which is us, but Trump, you know, to help us yeah. connect. And he's, he's utterly, utterly failing at that. And, and he should be fired immediately. And if he's not, it really is at Trump's feet. I personally think it's baloney. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, but thank you so much for the call, Robert. I really appreciate that. And, uh, and I'm going to really take to heart your suggestion that we focus on what's good because I think we're losing a lot of that stuff. I focus on that all the time, but if we learn to appreciate it and look for the signs of the little things that we need to defend, really the processes of um, of the justice system, for example, 
Uh, thank you so much for that great suggestion. Alan, you're going to be on next. I want to talk more. Uh, at the bottom of the hour, I'll give you the quotes from Scaramucci, really, even if you've heard them already. It's just, it's hilarious. We're going to have some fun. And um, after that, well, I want to I want to talk about the shakeup in the White House. We can talk about Obamacare, whatever you want. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Mostly sunny tomorrow, high of 87. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. I'm going to Alan in Atlanta. Alan, you are on with Monica. Hey, Monica, thank you very much. I'm going to try to keep it synced and all together. So I've been listening. First off, my head is prediction and assumption. It's kind of precarious. So if we jump to conclusions, and maybe that's not happened, but I was going to say patterns. I think we can infer things from patterns. So with that said, if we look at Trump, I hope we can agree on this, that anytime he tweets or he throws out something and there's all these multiple plots and stories going on, it's distraction and it's drama, and the media just latches on immediately. So it's a distraction in and of itself, and so there's all these complex parts moving around, or so it seems. So then I'll get right to your um, couple things, this point about potential war. And I wrote a paper, this is true, I'm happy to make it available to you, 2015, uh, April 15, 2015, that Donald Trump would win the presidency. And how that came about is I went back to Ross Perot. I'm from Ohio. I'm from uh, Northeast Ohio originally. And um, the unemployment there has always been low, and it's just it's abysmal now. It's very sad to go home and to see what has happened. Anyway... And so uh, now there's this political undercurrent, right? And it looks like there's all these moving parts. So we have North Korea, we have Russia, we have terrorism, we have, you know, the images name. And the reason why I brought up that paper is because I thought that um, Donald Trump would, would align with Russia and try to become friends to take on terrorism. And I, I, I'm totally kind of not at a loss. I usually kind of get a good read. You don't know me. Um, but it's, it's all too interesting. So, uh, all right, let me, let me just interject for a sec. Alan, keep, keep your thoughts. I, uh, I, I think there's more. I think the terrorism is an excuse for us to reshape the Middle Eastern map. I think there's a lot of evidence to that. So I wouldn't have thought that. Uh, I would think that you could collude with Russia to reshape the map in the Middle East. I don't rule that out. But anyway, so again, so uh, no, I, I would. I know I would agree with you. Okay. Right. All right. Right. And so, and then you know, there's so many things. We- have been talked about, right? And when I thought about, when I heard about privatizing, keeping things private and with incarceration, it's where it follow the money, right? And so if we look at the military complex, follow the money. Um, so my point was, was that it looks like it's that way, and the more things keep ramping, um, you know, it, it's hard to discern what may or may not be. And when you said about justice, and I agree, I'm not a libertarian, but if, if it were a just cause, 
that I think, and I think you said that that would be not necessarily worth it, but it would be a reason to, correct? Is that correct? It would be, uh, you can only have, I'm not afraid of military action. I think everybody should have a gun. I think basically Tesla's idea, the famous, uh, you know, electrical genius, not um, the famous scientist, not the electric car company, but he said if he wanted to invent a very powerful weapon, this was before the nuclear bomb, so everyone could have one and there would be no more war. So, like, I'm not right. afraid of defense or weapons or whatever. War is, if it's just, if someone's invading you, yes, of course, you can use violence to repel invasion. Uh, I'll do it. But uh, I think that these wars are not about that. And, it, right. and so... So we're yeah, no, we're, we're going to run out of time though, Alan. Yeah, so let's real, very, very give me your bombshell. You know, get what's your what's your big no, picture my thought? Bomb, my bomb, my big bombshells. What I failed to tell you is I used to all true. I used to work in Little McLean, Virginia, and I worked at a very prominent club. And I worked around Frank Calerci. I don't want to drop a lot of names, um, but they were really big in the Reagan administration. Yeah, these are high up people, right? And I would hear things, and at the time. That's when Ross Perot almost, you know, got 15%. But the big bombshell is hearing all these things going on. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the dog wagging the tail. And look at my hand over here as I circle it, but don't look over here. Right? And I agree with you. There's, it's, it's all too interesting. Um, more than that, that's, that, I can't. Right? That's it. All right. Well, that's... Uh... That's stuff for us to chew on, Alan. Keep us posted. I'm going to go to a break, but uh, you've got more insights over time. Continue to call 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you could tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Please, take my hand. Now, open your mind to me. Please. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice. Saturdays 3 to 6 on WSB, we are talking about Obamacare, and uh, I was talking about the biggest news of the week. One is that Obamacare went down, uh, the repeal went down in flames because of John McCain's um, cameo, probably last official act, I would assume. And uh, but the all the noise of the week came out of the White House with Rance Priebus, the chief of staff, stepping down, and this uh, right after Sean Spicer, the press secretary, stepping down, and the White House naming Anthony Scaramucci as the communications director. So the way I looked at this from the get-go was to think that, okay, I should say at the beginning of the week, (laughs) before this stuff really came to the fore, I was thinking, all right, there's this, like, competing factions in the White House. It's Steve Bannon and Rance Priebus, who are the alt-right guys who got Trump elected, where the base loves those guys. I personally think they're there to make sure the base never goes back to the Tea Party or the Ron Paul Revolution or any of that, even though uh, Trump's administration is actually being run by the Goldman Gang. That's Gary Cohn and Jared Kushner and now Anthony Scaramucci. Uh, those other guys are, I think, like registered Democrats. Scaramucci used to be an Obama guy. So I thought that's how it was shaking out. Jeff Sessions was definitely on Team Bannon, and he was the guy who was kind of on the ropes. But by the end of the week, surprise, surprise, it was Rents Priebus who, uh, who got chopped. 
And and as like more and more people fall off Team Bannon, you have to wonder if if there is even any you know tension left there. Is there anything left there but this other coalition, this other group? And uh, I've been wondering, you know, what's what's the end game here? You know, you see all that chaos, you see talk of loyalty and betrayal, you see leaks coming out all over the place. There's all all of these like parallels seems to me to Watergate. I think that this stuff is like storyboarded from the beginning and it comes out uh, that they know what they're doing and they're actually making things happen to look superficially like Watergate because, you know, Trump plays into it by doing things like tweeting Comey better hope there are no tapes. I mean, that's him playing into this whole Watergate parallel thing. And it looks to me just a show, just a diversion, whatever. However, there, you know, maybe it's going, you know, I thought that with Trump versus Jeb Bush. I thought that for Trump versus Hillary. This is all just a show. But lo and behold, you know, when push came to shove, Trump did win. He won against Jeb. He won against Hillary. And now I wonder if they actually are going to play this through to the end so that Trump actually doesn't make it to the finish line, that perhaps he will end up resigning or being impeached. I mean, I know you get that kind of talk from the radical left and stuff, but I'm like wondering. And I've also been seeing for years that the Secret Service has been presented as incompetent over and over again. So I just um, God forbid, but I just, you know, just feels like uh you know, the in the past, these guys haven't been afraid of drama. Like, uh, Watergate itself was an inside job. It was, uh, they took Nixon down without even an impeachment trial or anything. Like, it, it came from within. And then they tried to assassinate Ford. JFK was assassinated. Uh, um, Reagan, there was an intense assassination. So I just, I, I feel like there's a, poss- a real possibility that Trump does not, make it to i i hope just I, do, I definitely do not want anything bad ever to happen that's very traumatic it's horrible i don't want that but i'm just saying let's say resignation i mean do you think there's a chance i put a poll actually if you go to propaganda report daily.com uh i put a poll up and i got a lot of responses on the question basically is do you think trump is going to make it the full four years and uh, uh will he make it eight years what do you think is going to happen? So give me a call. Let me know what you think. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. I want to talk about this Scaramucci stuff, though, because it's so, it's so funny. I just want to lighten up. And then I'll talk about my poll. So you guys can go take the poll, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, but I have to read some of these Scaramucci quotes. They're so funny. But let me take a call first. Um, and then maybe if... If, uh, if you want to tweet at Monica Perez show, I'll go to Binkley. So uh, I cannot see the name. I am going to line one. Uh, hello. You are on the air with Monica. Hello. Hello. You're on the air with Monica. What's hi your name? Hi, Monica. Alan. Oh, hi, Alan. Alan. Sorry, it didn't come up. I know you. You're a frequent <laughs> caller. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think? Uh, what think, do you got? I think uh, Trump is getting rid of all the career politicians because, honestly, I don't think they can be trusted. I mean, he's put generals in places, and he's put, starting to put businessmen in places. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't trust career politicians either. Do you trust to make a deal. bankers and generals? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the best way to get the economy moving again instead of having a politician in there who 
has no business experience, or, you know, a general is from the military, so he's going to be organized. And uh, like I said, politicians, I mean, after this last vote and McCain, I'm so disappointed. I mean, John McCain, of all people, he, he just blew everything up. It was, it's just... Oh, I would totally expect that. I would not be disappointed because I expect nothing but the worst from John McCain, who I think is an absolute deep state actor of the lowest order. But generals are politicians. I just have to say, I think generals are actually politicians themselves. And and Scaramucci, I kind of like the guy. Ha 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 ha. I thought you would. I was thinking that. I was like, that's... It's going to be entertaining, if nothing else. Yes, yes, that is true. (laughs) I think so, too. Let me entertain you with some Scaramucci quotes, Alan. So I'm going to hang up on you. Thank you so much for calling. Let me me just get one more call. Howard in Atlanta, what you got? You're on with Monica. Monica, how you doing? Good, how are you doing? Well, I haven't talked to you in a while. Boy, you you sure have a vivid imagination. Oh, that that sounds like an insult. Under the circumstances. But, you know, you, uh, you, uh kind of imply things and but you know as far as i'm concerned uh trump's gonna be there eight years i think pence will be there after that uh he's gonna get everything done trump has figured out how to play the media and and i don't think they know how to respond to him what is he gonna get done name three things he's gonna get done i'm gonna write it down i'm gonna mark this he's got a ton of stuff done already just name three things that eight years from now i'm gonna look back on this tape and say yep oh okay howard was Uh, right uh, so in eight years what what is he gonna get done yeah uh, he's going to get the Obamacare repealed. Awesome. He's going to have a, a, a better uh, market-based uh, health care system. He's going to have tax reform. Okay. I think he's going to rid the U.S. of, uh, of a lot of the, the terrorist uh, things. And I actually believe he's going to resolve the uh, whole thing in North, North Korea. That would be awesome. I'm, I'm voting for success. I'm rooting for that. I'm rooting for all sure. of that stuff. Right. Uh, you and so you like him. You're not worried about this. This is this guy Scaramucci. Seems like he is. Uh, um, I just don't feel like what you see is what you get with this guy. I just well, don't. The, Do the you? Thing about it is, I you know, and I've I've seen it in several careers that I've had. You bring in a guy sometimes, Monica, just to, just to act people. Uh, I I really don't care what Trump says. I don't care what Scaramucci says because. All the other stuff has been done by the media. I think Trump Trump plays second to all, to all their lies and garbage. So I don't know if Scaramucci is going to be in there for a while, but I think Trump basically wanted to get rid of Priebus and pro- probably Spicer and some other folks who were doing all the leaks. Okay, so Howard, I'm going to I'm going to key off of your comments to ask other people to call because this is what I want to say that what you're saying. I got a lot of calls like that right after Trump got elected and tweets and that kind of stuff. And then after that, since then, I've gotten a lot of uh, people who say, especially uh, after he bombed Syria with those Tomahawk missiles, I think people who who for that was the litmus test of whether he's uh, really an outsider or not, and and they were disappointed in that. So I want people to call and tell me if... You, if they still think like you do, that he's on track, that he's going to get the stuff done, that he's a straight shooter, and all this stuff is is uh, on, in line with that or not. So let me open up the call lines to that, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Thank you for the call, Howard. Uh, Binkley, if you have a tweet that's maybe on point, I do think that I want to I wanna lighten up with some of the Scaramucci stuff. So funny. Oh. I do have a good tweet. All right, what do you got? 
Casey's mom just tweeted that Trump needs Elvis in relation to your Nixon comparison. Oh, he needs an Elvis. Let's think. Don't tell me. Don't tell Kid Rock? <laughs> Kid Rock was going to run. Kid Rock's his Elvis. Kid Rock was going to run. Didn't he, didn't he say he was thinking of running? He did. So I, am I getting that right? Is somebody else going to? Can, can you think of a better? And Al, Casey's mom, tweet at me. There could me. be a long list of people that might be his Elvis. All right. Well, I, I like Kid Rock's got style, so let's go. About Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce was Obama's Elvis. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> all right. So, so I'm looking at this article. Oh, my, my lines are all lighting up. People, I, how much you want to bet? I don't see any comments yet. Every single one of those people is pro-Trump. Let's let's see if that's true. All right. Is that okay? Can I make a prediction like that? Only because I feel like that's what gets you. You know, you fight for your man. Yeah. Stand by your man. Um, I, it's no insults. I just think that's that's what gets people. I, I think it's in my inherent belief, I have another question for people, that people are more good than bad, that people are inherently good, not inherently bad, that they'll call to defend. Rather, you know, more people will call to defend than to attack. But let that's I don't, I'm open to everything. I don't care at all. So tell me whatever you want. But I also am curious to know. My sister was asking me this question recently. She's like, throw out to your audience. I want to know. What if people think that uh, human beings are inherently good or inherently bad? So let's do that. That's for Franny. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. And it's funny because we were sitting there with my mother, who's extremely religious. And she, uh, so, you know, she loves Jesus. She's ready to go. She's like super charitable and all that kind of stuff. And my sister and I, you know, a little more cynical, whatever. We're sitting there. And, and she says, so much. You think people are uh, inherently good or inherently bad? And I and my mom says, "Bad, they're bad." <laughs> we were like, "What? They are bad." And then she starts telling a story from like thirty years ago, where like the PTA lady was like mean to her, and we're thinking, "This is what you got. This is fifty percent of the people." She has been having a rough time. Our family has really gone through heck lately, so I don't blame her for being sad, but. You know, like in a negative state of mind. But my sister and I looked at each other like, oh, my gosh, I think people are good. My sister's like, me too. <laughs> you know, and we're out in the world getting you know, getting batted around still. And she's just watching Jeopardy. But we're all uh, it's so funny. So so she wa- so Franny wanted me to throw that out there to people. And then she has a follow up question that I can't ask until we get to some of this stuff. I threw so many different things out. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm behind. Um, let me take a quick break, then I'll get to your calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez, on News 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. 84 degrees outside the studio. Skies are blue. Weekend weather is brought to you by Shoemate Heating and Air. And, uh... I was just, this is funny. I was just thinking that uh, I was, before the break, I was recounting a story of my mother. And I always do the, her accent. She's got a Brooklyn accent. And when I saw her, they're huge fans of the show, my sister and my mom. So they're probably listening. Sorry if they're, if I offend or if I'm breaching confidence. <laughs> but it's funny because I said to her, I said, to, hey, Ma, do you mind if I, you know, when I like do your voice on the air? And she said, what are you talking about? And I said, you know, when I make fun of you, like, because how you talk, I never heard that. So I guess the Brooklyn accent like works both ways. Like she hears it through her ears the way it comes out her mouth. So she does not know I'm doing a voice, which is great, which means I can keep doing it. <laughs> Except for I guess I told her. <laughs> 
Anyway, oh, I hope I have time to take a call. This short break uh, makes it tough. So let me go to Jeff. Jeff, you're going to have to uh, make it concise. Jeff, you are on the air with Monica. Hey, Monica. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. So we were talking about Trump. Yes, you got one minute. Tell me what you got. You know what? I think Donald Trump's not going to make it. Why? You know, all, all this collusion with Russia and his shakeup, it's just all pointing in the direction. Something's going to come out. You know, it, it, we have this special investigator. I mean, there's more to it than what I think the American people know. And what he's doing is he's dividing America and he's making us all fight and everyone, you know, making everyone hate each other. And that's not very presidential. And, you know, I think he's going to resign or he's going to be forced out of office. All right. That's interesting, Jeff. I actually don't think he's making us fight. I do think that the media is doing that. I think um, I think I hate to like call names, but I do think the left is really um, pushing for that. I think that chaos is their hope. But regardless of whether he deserves it or not, there is a chance that he's not going to make it. And uh, and somebody points out about Watergate that it was really a travesty because we didn't get our impeachment. Nixon resigned. You didn't get the trial. So you so you really don't know if justice was served. So I really don't like, hope it, there is no injustice. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, or you can tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.